0: What's going on everyone and welcome to another episode of Ron and Nick's Rundown. Yes, I know it's been a while since we've done a podcast, uh, busy schedules, it happens. But of course we do have a a guest today, Mike Patton from USA Today's Titans Wire and also SportsAwakening.com. He'll be talking to me today about uh, the Titans preview as NFL season is getting ready to come up here shortly, not shortly, but in a month. (laughs) And, you know, training camps are here. Nick, are you excited about NFL training camp?
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, ready for the season to get rolling.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. We're definitely going to have plenty of time to talk about that for sure. But a couple things uh, today for sure. Two athletes have uh, got some new deals today. For one, Kevin Love, four-year, $120 million contract extension. That will keep him there for at least five years, and he'll earn $145 million. Nick, what did you think of Kevin Love's contract? <laughs> oh, boy. I think they paid a lot of money to keep him. But, yeah, you know, as
1: Joe Tim Noah once said, who wants to go to Cleveland? So <laughs> got to keep what they can keep. Uh, I think it's a good deal overall. I mean, Cleveland's not trying to go through a full rebuild. They're trying to just keep the train rolling, just hoping to keep their team in the playoffs and that work from
0: there. So Kevin mm-hmm. Love is a really good player. And I, you know, th- I think people don't give him a lot of credit. Mm-hmm. Because
1: you know, he was a third wheel, but uh, I think he will show that off this year.
0: Yeah, I think his numbers are going to be better without LeBron. To be honest, you're not saying he will be better without LeBron. But I think his numbers, you know, his points and rebounding, will be better. And you know, obviously, uh, this team is definitely going to be built around him. And of course, you know, having Colin Sexton around as the as the point guard, hopefully the point guard soon, who I think will be the real deal. Um, I definitely like the I like the deal personally. I know it's a lot of money, but you got to keep the guy. You gotta, and, and it's just the way the NBA is. You're gonna be, you're gonna pay people money, a lot, lots of it. <laughs> uh-huh. So you know, I love the deal, and I, I hope Cleveland. You know, like I said, uh, we don't know if Cleveland will be in the playoffs or not next year, but you know, uh, do you, do you kind of see them making the playoffs at all? Yeah, I, I, you know, the East, you know, has some, you know, some holes. You know, I know we got some. You know, we go
1: with Boston, Philly, mm-hmm. Toronto. Indiana. And then after that, you know, <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: you know, all due respect, it's kind of like, okay, let's see who's going to fill out the rest. Yeah. Um, you know, those four right now, we can pretty much
0: write ten and 10. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be there. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, man. I'm, like I said, they're, they're, let's keep it go. Well, actually, no, no, no. I was going to jump the gun. We did. We gotta talk about another athlete, Ty Gurley today. Got a uh, got a nice little contract there, four years, sixty million dollar extension, with forty five million guaranteed. What do you think of that deal? Well, they gotta him. Yeah. He, you know, he's one of the engines that keep it going. You know, uh, that running
1: game, over up that pass game. So they, you know, he's done an excellent job. Mm -hmm. You know, you make Jeff Fisher look like a clown. Yes. (laughs) So is everybody else there. Yeah, exactly. I was like, Lord, Jeff
0: Fisher, you will never see a job again in the NFL, as long as the NFL's alive. You know Jeff Fisher, he could get an NFL analyst job. Somewhere Yeah. That's yeah. Good as it's gonna get. in Fox. Okay. That's what it was. It was Fox that what that may look into it with us. I, no disrespect, but that's as good as it's gonna get. <laughs> yeah, Sean yeah, McBay. I'll take it. Yeah, Sean McVay is <laughs> a miracle worker, man. He definitely is a miracle worker, indeed. I mean, I gotta give it to him on that one. Um, he he's done a great job with that team. Uh, first season, I, I think they'll continue to do well. I mean, you see, obviously with Todd Gurley, Brandon Cooks. With his con- with his contract extension, but there's a for him. you say what now? They pay for Cooks. <laughs> but it's a good thing. Cooks you know there's a target for golf. You know a nice target for golfing. I think I, I think it's a good deal for Cooks to be honest. I think he'll be a, a a good solid receiver. Um, but uh, there's one player that has not gotten a contract extension yet with the Rams, that person is defensive tackle Aaron Donald was defensive player of the year, and uh, you know, I, I'd say you got to pay the guy. He's like one of the best defensive players in the league. You got to pay him. What What are your thoughts? Yeah, they should have been
1: paid that man. You know, I, what else he got to do? I mean, <laughs> I was, he, he got to prove he you know, won the award. You know, he was that front four down. It paid a man. I would have paid him for paying cooks. <laughs> I, mean, I ain't saying Cooks is a bad player, he's a good
0: player, but I, uh, if I had to choose, it'd be double. Yeah. I mean training other Cooks. But <laughs> but here's the thing, do we pay to see defensive tackles trying to get sacks and tackles? Or do we get uh or do you want to pay a receiver getting catches and catching touchdowns? And for that, the casual for the casual fan, especially in LA, they wanna see the, the offense. Ain't ain't nobody coming in for the defense. They you know they
1: Pretty pretty boys out there. They want uh, Hollywood. Right. From the Rams. Um, But uh, a real fan wants you to pay the best player, and they want a Super Bowl. So I don't care about how the ball gets in the end zone. Either you stop the ball from going in there, or you put the ball in there. One of the two. Either
0: he rings. Right. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, man. Like I said, I hope he gets his contract. He'll get his contract in due time. He definitely will. Speaking of a, a, a holdout, Julio Jones is holding out from the uh, the Falcons. He wants a contract adjustment. He's in. He has three more years left on his five-year, seventy-one over seventy-one million dollar extension. Then he was getting forty seven million guaranteed, but he wants an adjustment to his contract. He's due ten point eight million dollars this year. Nick, do you support this holdout?
1: You know, you know, you know, you signed
0: it, this, that, and the third, but he he is the best receiver in the league, you
1: know, hands down. Wait, you think you he's know. the best receiver? Who, who, who better
0: than him? You don't think Antonio Brown's better? Odell Beckham Jr. went healthy? Well, I mean, Julio Jones is good, yes. Odell Beckham Jr. went healthy, yes. But uh, Julio Jones, to me, I mean, boy, you just throw the ball up, the boy going to get it, man. I, I just, you know, Antonio
1: Brown, too. Yeah, Antonio Brown, too, but... Yeah. You know, he has the Le'Veon Bell effect there. You know, this shit, I ain't trying to take that from him. <laughs> you, know, you know, Julio is covered, you know, double team like all the time. Right. <laughs> he still finds a way to get that ball. Yeah. Uh, um, so, yeah, they need, to, they need to make right with it. I don't really agree with the moves of stay, you know, holding out, but, you know, they, they got to make it right because he, you know, without Julio, you know, they ain't going to make it. But so far, I don't see no other receiver doing what he's doing
0: on that team. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You him halfway or something. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, I wonder what's going on there. Wait, I know that's you. What What is going on over there? I to call I got his back. That's exactly what it is. Cash went through on your name and I got you. I didn't realize you had his number. Did yeah, it? you know,
1: not like that, but, you know. Right. <laughs>
0: absolutely, absolutely. I mean, let's talk about something. Let's talk about this uh, a trade, a, a trade that we didn't have a chance to talk about uh, since we last talked. There's Spurs and Raptors. How about that? You got uh, Kawhi Leonard now with the Raptors, and you now have DeMar DeRozan with the Spurs and other people in that trade. Danny Green is with the Raptors now. Jacob, uh, Nick, do you know, remember his last name? Jacob DePolette? <laughs> I can't pronounce his last name. Pope, 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 I call him like. Yeah, exactly. We'll go with that. <laughs> and a, and a first-round pick, a protected first-round pick, if I remember it correctly. Yes. But we have to talk about that. Nick, what do you think about uh, Kawhi Leonard with the Raptors and DeMar Rosen with the Spurs?
1: I think the Spurs won in that deal um, mm-hmm. in the long run. Yeah. Uh, short term, you know, the, the the Raptors won with Kawhi. I just think, you know, with DeMar, I, I think the Raptors kind of did I you know, ain't no kind. They did man dirty. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it is a business. Business is business. And, you know, as a team, you got to do what's best for the team. What you have wasn't currently working, but what worked because LeBron was killing you. LeBron on the side of the conference now. Yeah. I think y'all have a, a roll of the dice shot, but you know, I think DeMar was a life with Toronto. It's not really easy to get free agents to come to Toronto, but uh, I guess you got a shot at a top five player, uh, defensive player of the year, finals MVP. You, know, you got to roll it. And if they just wanted DeMar and oh boy and a pick, mm. hey, amen we going to do everybody's trying to hope for that Paul George effect, but it, and it could happen. Mm-hmm. But uh, I still see Kawhi sticking around. I mean, they're gonna have to have a fantastic season a close to fantastic.
0: Wait, you think you think Kawhi Leonard's gonna stick around with Toronto longer than? No, I said I don't think oh, I don't no, think, think he's gonna stick around. I no, think no.
1: after this after this uh contract is up, he gone.
0: Mm. Yeah.
1: And tomorrow, I think tomorrow initially, uh, you know, he, you know, he's hurt by this, that, the third, but I think once he gets in the San Antonio atmosphere. You know, get up with Popovich and mm-hmm. and and
0: uh and the management and, and staff and how they treat their players. I think he he'll stay there for a long haul. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think uh you know DeMar DeRozan has two more years left on his contract before mm-hmm. he becomes a free agent. And obviously quite letter we don't know we don't know. Well, you are pretty much guessing, and he'll be gone by the end of the, the next next summer. Uh, yeah. I don't know if he's gonna. I don't know if he's gonna resign or not. I, I don't see him resigning. Either. I think the Toronto Raptors are ready to be in rebuild mode. Myself, um, yep. I, I don't know what they're gonna do. With, uh, Kyle Lowry, um, to be honest yeah. with you, because he still got a few more years left in his deal. So your time. yeah, <laughs> so, Kyle Lowry is a
1: great player, man. But you know, you get them dead headlights when you make LeBron, man. I don't know what it is. Yeah
0: i 'm not sure In playoffs anyway yeah I'm not sure it's just it's insane it is absolutely insane oh sorry y'all it, it's just absolutely insane uh I, I I'm, I'm still stunned at the deal I'm still kind of stunned at uh the fact that uh quiet Leonard is at Toronto but I know San Antonio is absolutely happy to get rid of quiet Leonard and now it's not his problem it's not their problem any- he's not their problem anymore simple yeah, as that yeah
1: got a solid All Star in the trade with Demar the Rosen. I mean, that's all they was literally looking for, and they weren't gonna give him to the Lakers. I, mean, I, I, I as I said, if I was a GM, I'm not trading my star player in the same conference. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to a whole other conference. So if I meet him, it will be in the finals. yeah
0: Maybe make it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. I, I, I just feel like you know. It's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be interesting throughout the season. Uh all next season we'll how those two players play. But let's talk about uh Carmelo Anthony for a second. Oh boy. Yeah, who is getting ready to be set for according to Mike Mark Stein from New York Times, set to join the Houston Rockets <coughs> after a trade. Now, a trade that's gonna be done soon, but it's gonna be multiple moves still being made. But Mello will be traded to the Hawks. But is gonna be waived. he's gonna get waived by Atlanta Mm -hmm. and he is going to still get paid in a a bot and he will get waived in a buy. he's still gonna get paid almost 28 million dollars 27.9 million dollars he still get yes and then he said (laughs) and he will get a better minimum once he gets to Houston so pretty much he'll get about almost 30 million a little over 30 million next year yeah so Nick what do you think of uh yeah, um, so, but, yeah, let's let's talk about Mello for a second, getting that deal done and, and OKC, get him off the books. Finesse
1: of the year. <laughs> <laughs> and we're not even through the whole year yet. Yeah, Carmelo I, yeah, I mean, it was a smart trade for OKC.
0: I mean, I figured they would waive him, but they actually found a deal for Dennis Shooter, which yep. is a great pickup
1: yep. uh, for them.
0: Yes. Um, in Atlanta, they was trying to get rid of Dennis shooter so mm. it was fine with them, and they and they was gonna let Melo. They gonna pay him to go away, and
1: that's fine too. They all right with it, you know. And he's going to a whole other conference anyway, so they don't care. Yes, and Atlanta's trying to get a whole new facelift. Long yeah. squad with them um, two-point guards, and, uh, and then he got Jeremy Lin. Yeah. Uh, I think people really, like, it's just so disrespectful how they talk about Bella. Like, the man is <laughs> disrespect is just ridiculous. I mean, the man got gold medals, NCAA championship, Been to the Western Conference Finals way before Chris Paul got there for the first
2: (laughs) time this year. All right, with the Denver Nuggets.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right, with the Denver Nuggets. Yeah. So, being a scoring champion, come come on, man. (laughs) I'll take Melo to Houston when he signs for Houston because that's where he's going. It's going to be a great move, and I think he's going to have... He's gonna show a lot of folk what time it is, that he he ain't lost all his steps. <laughs> <laughs> he lost eight step, but you know he. I think he'll be just fine when, in Houston. Um, everybody's talking about the defensive aspect. Yeah, they lost defense, but you know Melo can put that ball in the hole, and as long as Chris Paul get him, he get to his spot. And Chris can get on the ball, it, it's all gonna be all right. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure he ain't gonna have a problem with James Harden taking over the game. I mean, you know the man ain't trying to. You know, <laughs> it all on his own, you know, it's going to take a squad, but he yeah. just didn't fit in the OKC fold, um, especially as a power forward. He was playing out of position. Yeah. I always thought it would be better for him on the block, but, you know, what OKC was trying to get him to do was just,
0: I mean, it didn't fit his player
1: profile, so.
0: Right. I mean... Yeah, I mean, I don't know what's going on with Melo. At least Melo, he doesn't have a lot of pressure to be the guy since James Harden is obviously the guy and he will be demanding the ball a lot more uh, to me than Melo. Uh-huh. I think he's definitely going to be, uh, I think it's going to be good. Um, I think it's going to be good. Um, a, a decent fit for him. I, but he's got the run up and down the court. They're going to be a lot faster. <laughs> With, yeah. with Tony's offense, he's going to have to really, really move. And he, he's going to get in some good shape, in great shape, to be in that offense. Because once, it, once it's go time, it's go time. Chris Paul ain't going to have it. and nah, He's not going to have it. Yeah. He ain't got a problem letting you know on the court either. Yep, exactly. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. But uh, one more thing to talk about before I get to this interview with uh, Mike Patton, uh, definitely WWE. Uh, It's quite a time. SummerSlam is around the corner. But the biggest announcement was uh, on Raw when Stephanie McMahon announced that the WWE all-women's pay-per-view coming to the Nassau Coliseum October 28th called WWE Evolution, an all-women's pay-per-view. I'm absolutely pumped for it, to be honest with you. I think it's going to be great because at that night, you'll have the Raw SmackDown Live and NXT titles defend women's titles defended, as well as the finals of the Mae Young Classic. And personally, like I said, I'm pumped about it. And you said they said over fifty superstars is going to participate in this. I don't know how they're going to fit all all the women there in one night. But Nick, what is your take on this?
1: I think it's good for the business, and uh, they're moving in the right direction. And everybody, you know, they're really trying to push the women's movement and uh, having their own pay-per-view. It's an excellent idea and, uh, and, and great for business. It's, it's, you know, it's, kind of, it's long overdue. To, you know, Wrestling's been on for how long? was <laughs> <laughs> you know, Stephanie been spearheading this along with Triple H and Vince and, mm-hmm. and everybody at WWE to try and get this done. And It looks like it's going to be done. Hopefully it's
0: going to be done right. You know, nine times to ten it will, especially with the first one. Yeah. But I would really like to see them introduce a tag
1: team title into the women's division. Mm-hmm. I think they have enough women on the roster now to develop tag team titles for the women's division. Mm.
0: Um, I think that would be great, actually. Um, Mm. I don't know. I don't know. That that could be interesting. Or maybe just a second title. Maybe an IC title for the women. Maybe a a second-tier title. What do you think of that?
1: Yeah, that's a second-tier title. But, you Mm. know, I just feel like, you know, a lot of times when they don't have – these one on one matches, or you know, whatever match, triple threats, or what have you for the title. You know, a lot of these, a lot of the women end up being doing tag tag team matches, or three man, uh, uh, you know, six man tag, or you know, regular tag team matches. So, I just feel like i well just introduce a, a tag team title.
0: Yeah, uh, I mean, it could be good, but like I said, I think we're gonna have it more because more and more the, the women are coming, more and more women are coming from NXT. I mean, like I said, for you know, I'm definitely you know the NXT. There's some good women in, the, in in that roster. They're gonna be coming up very soon, and the talent pool in the women division like is great. And you know, as you see, the the Mae Young Classic, not just from WWE, but other wrestlers from indie wrestling. Like I said, they're hungry. Women are are hungry, and they are ready. I mean, this is a lot better than uh, you know years. I remember we, we sat through bra and panty matches, and <laughs> yeah, back in the day, um, yeah. <laughs> women fighting in the mud and pill fights and all yeah, that stuff.
1: I mean, yeah. That was uh, days days of uh, <laughs> days of old man faking, as I like to call it.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Those
1: days cannot happen now in this society. That would be
0: <laughs> so far the news. <laughs> I mean, you would have to shut down for a week just to get it together yeah absolutely absolutely oh man but nick i'm gonna let you go and get going i know you got uh gotta go and get going i'm gonna go ahead and uh get ready for this interview here with uh mike Patton. but -hmm. but uh you take it easy
1: all right see y'all folks later all
0: right and everybody now here's my interview with mike Patton. All right, well, my guest at this time is a contributor for USA Today's Titans Wire and also the founder of SportsAwakening.com. It is Mike Patton. Mike Patton, how's it going?
2: It's going great. How are you doing
0: today? Yeah, I'm, I'm doing fine, man. It's it, uh, Football season's right around the corner. Um, how excited are you to uh, talk about NFL training camps again? Uh, definitely excited. All right, yeah, most definitely, most definitely, definitely some buzz going around, definitely a new regime. Uh, before I get to all that, uh, we, I definitely want to talk about the uh, NFL uh, anthem policy first, for sure. The uh, NFL and NFLPA sent out a joint statement, uh, putting the NFL anthem on hold after the Dolphins, Uh, the report of the Dolphins were to suspend players or fine them four games for protesting the anthem. And obviously, Jarrell Casey said that he was going to protest all season long. He'll take any fine. Um, <laughs> that the league or the team sends him. So what is your take of all this? I think it's very admirable that he will be doing that. Uh, honestly, what he's
2: done is actually, you know, when the, when the anthem comes on, he puts his fist in there. Right. That's the only thing he's done. He hasn't kneeled or anything like that. So immediately people are probably freaking out, saying, oh, he's disrespecting the flag, things like that. All he does is put his fist in there. I mean, you know, if you look around the NFL, you look around any sport. When the anthem goes on, not everybody puts their hand across their chest when the flag- when the anthem goes uh, goes on. I'm no. no, mm-hmm. sitting at their house, mm-hmm. actually stands up and salutes <laughs> the flag while the anthem is
0: going on. Right. So I think a lot of people are freaking out about a lot of different things, and you know, freedom of speech, freedom of expression are always there, and you know, people fought to have that freedom. Soldiers oh. fought to have that freedom, and this is not any kind of dictatorship. This is uh, American land the. No, so, I mean, a lot of people are freaking out about it, but Jarrell Casey, I commend him for standing for what he needs to. Yeah, absolutely. I just want to get to football. I mean, I, I don't mind a protest or anything like that. I mean, if you want to stand for the anthem, if you want to steal or do whatever you want for the anthem, that's fine. I just want to talk about football. That's about it. I just hope the focus of week one will be about the games themselves and not necessarily who did what for the anthem. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's just, it's just, I'm just, I, that's all I want. I just want to focus on the games, personally. But let's talk about the, let's talk about the uh, Titans camp in itself. Uh, let's talk about Mike Vrabel. This is going to be his first season as a head coach of the Titans after four seasons with the Texans, including a defensive coordinator with the Texans last year. What do you see from uh, Mike Vrabel, what he's going to bring to this team? Well, i see a
2: little bit of versatility. Defensively, I would think that he would. He play, defense he played in, in New England under mm-hmm. Bill Belichick. Mm-hmm. You know, a little bit of four three, a little bit of three four, and with of personnel, he does have those things that he can do. Yeah. Uh, in terms of you know the outside linebackers he has, the inside linebackers he has, and of course the rookies.
0: I talk about offensively. Marcus Barriota obviously, you know he battled some hamstring issues last year. Uh, the offense kind of took a step back. Marcus Barriota oh yeah, like 13 touchdown passes and 15 picks after going, tw- having th- throwing 26 touchdown passes and nine picks in 2016. What do you what do you see from him and uh, for Marcus Barriota how he's gonna respond, how he'll rebound this season?
2: <laughs> but uh, I would say that uh, you know the biggest thing that he's had going for him this year is Madison, mm-hmm. Madison.
0: I think it will as well, especially and he'll definitely need it, with, especially with his rookie deal expiring after the 2019 season. He'll definitely need as much help as possible, especially this year. And um, I think it'll be good. I mean, even with a tough AFC South, and the AFC South is good. That would be tough. Uh, where do you see the Titans uh, in the AFC South with, with the competition, you know, with the Jaguars one game away from the Super Bowl? And obviously the Colts, you know, with Andrew Luck, who could be back. uh healthy maybe all 60 seasons with a nasty shoulder injury and of course obviously the Texans if Deshaun Watson's back you know how competitive they'll be well, I think the uh, the NFC South is going to be pretty tough this year I mean I envisioned it how the NFC West was envisioned uh, back when the Seahawks and the, the 49ers were battling for the division but you had other teams that were competitive in that division so mm-hmm. that's how I envision Jaguars if they get anything Again this year. Yeah. And he did show signs at the end of last year. So, you know, I know before anybody starts clowning him, he did show signs at the end of last year. Right.
2: And as far as the Colts with Andrew Up back, they'll be better. I don't think they'll be, you know, competitive in terms of winning
0: the NFC South better. Right. Mm-hmm. So it'll be three teams and one team with a question mark mm-hmm. in the Indianapolis Colts. So I definitely think the NC South, they could be anywhere from one to three. They're gonna have to play better football than they did last year, even though they, they got better record wise Yeah, just what a difference a few years made. The Colts were the powerhouse, and now all of a sudden everybody just got better. It's just, I just love it. I love the fact that there's gonna be some finally parity in this division, and I'm definitely looking forward to it for sure. Um, <laughs> let's talk about Derrick Henry for a second here. We definitely saw glimpses of him as a workhorse, you know, last season, especially in the wildcard game. He was a, definitely a huge factor. In the wild, in the wild card game against the Chiefs, in that great comeback win, where do you see Derrick Henry uh, this season as the number one guy now that DeMarco Murray has retired? Well, I see him actually being the number one guy,
2: of course, obviously, but I see him maybe not being on the field as much as everyone would like to be, because of, like him to be, because you have a Deion Lewis there, mm-hmm. who's a special talent in
0: himself. Right. And, you know, on third downs, he can make some great things happen. Absolutely. So, I definitely see Derek Henry making some things happen. He'll still
2: get about eleven hundred, twelve hundred yards rushing. However, uh, I don't think he'll be on the field as much as everyone thinks he might be, which is a good thing and a bad thing. Bad thing for him because he probably can get more yardage. Good thing is it keeps him fresh when mm-hmm. it comes down to stretching games so he can wear down uh, defenses.
0: Yeah, it's a good thing you definitely mentioned Deion Lewis, too. I, I definitely think he could definitely be a big help. I definitely agree with you there, especially on third downs. And that I, I just love, I, and the, it's a good backfield. I definitely like their backfield. I, I think they could. Like I said, the backfield, Marcus Braylor and those guys, I think it's going to be a good rebound season for them on the offensive side of the ball, at least if, in my opinion. But let me talk about two more, two players on the defensive side of the ball. that I'm definitely looking forward to seeing on the defense. Uh, Malcolm Butler, that the signing of him, of course, and you know how hungry he's going to be after sitting out, <laughs> pretty much sitting out the Super Bowl. Only played one snap and of course, Rashawn Evans, who is a first-round pick from Alabama, what do you see for what do you see for both these guys? What they'll bring to defense? Well, as far as Malcolm Butler, he's going to bring an and leadership
2: and a championship attitude. He's going to be hungry, like you mentioned, mm-hmm. to come in and prove himself, prove that you know his time in the is, and we definitely uh, think that he'll come in and have a pretty good season. I don't think he'll be, like, the star player that everyone expects he's going to be. Right. But I think he'll be a solid uh, player in terms of their secondary and definitely will make their, their quarterback depth uh, probably some of the best in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as the, uh, the the addition of Rashawn Evans, I think Rashawn Evans is, is going to be the official leader of this defense. Mm-hmm.
0: I definitely see definitely big things. Well, good things for the Titans defense. I definitely expect a bigger year for them for sure. Um, and let us let me ask one more question as far as Corey Davis. I know he's had his injury issues last year. If he stays healthy, do you definitely think we will see his potential? Do you think we will see him play extremely well in this league down the road?
2: glimpses last year. Mm. Uh, However, the health issue has got to be uh, something to worry them. Because, you know, Corey Davis, you want him to be the star guy, but you don't want him. No offense to uh, this guy, but Kevin Dyson wasn't
0: necessarily the most productive guy, even though he was picked the size he was. Right. And picked above Randy Moss. But, uh, you know, Corey Davis definitely has the potential to be a great wide receiver in the NFL. He has the size, the speed. Uh, you
2: know just needs to work a little bit on tightening the routes and staying healthy and if he can do those things then he can be a thousand yard receiver for Mm -hmm. the Titans the last the last thousand yard receiver the Titans had was Rashard Matthews which uh, that was a couple years ago yeah but he wasn't (laughs) necessarily the most explosive wide receiver he's still a a reliable wide receiver but he's not the most explosive wide receiver Mm -hmm. and
0: Absolutely. I actually do have one more question. I lied about that. I got one more question. This is the truth this time. (laughs) Who exactly? Who's a name out there in training camp that we need to know about that nobody knows about yet? Anytime I'm picking your case ten out of ten times now So mm-hmm. you know, his his uh contributions to the team could be something that could change the dynamic of that defense. Oh yeah, most definitely, most definitely. Um before we uh, and before I let you go, t- tell us uh, tell people how they can reach you and talk about your uh Sports Awakening website real quick and and all that inf- and all that good info.
1: to write on so oh, yeah. you know, I pretty much <laughs> use it for my opinion and my thoughts
0: and I just go from there and kind of keep it going oh yeah but most definitely and, and how's your videos going on on the YouTube channel what YouTube channel can people find you I finally just look up the Sports Awakening uh, right now I've done uh, assessments for
2: NBA uh, rookies I think next up is Michael Porter Jr. which I really don't have an on-court assessment for him unless you're talking about a couple games at the University of Missouri
0: yeah. <laughs> so.
2: <laughs> so. We'll see what happens
0: there when I come up with. <laughs> oh, yeah, most definitely, man. I'm ready to see what happens with him, too. I, I hate, to see, hate to see him having this back surgery again, his, his lower back, and we just don't know what his, what his future is. But, all right, Mike, I definitely appreciate this, man. Uh, definitely looking forward to football season. Definitely looking to see what the Titans are doing and, of course, the rest of the league this year. But I definitely appreciate it. Yes y'all, before I get out of here, I just want to say uh Kevin Dodd says the Titans was released, so that I was able to touch on what Mike Patton says the interview was that pretty much before this is it happened. But he was the former 2016 second round pick, was released by the Titans after not showing up to Titans camp. Which is kinda odd. It is completely insane. You have to show up for work, man. Simple as that. You have to you are not one of those people that should hold out. He definitely should be able to go to work. He should have been at work. Simple as that. And also, before we get out of here, I definitely would say a shout out to the people who lost their jobs at New York Daily News. Very unfortunate what's going on in the world of print journalism right now. People are just losing jobs left and right. Moment things get better. I truly, truly do. And thank you all for listening to my next rundown.